This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Muck Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Swansea has more McDonald's and clean sheets this season, so don't forget your Muck Nuggets are closer than you think with Muck Delivery. The only thing left to say is, you in? Order now in the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via the app are participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com for further details. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Welcome back to Swanscast, everyone, for the third episode of the new season and actually the final pre-season episode of the new season. So season 2021-2022. How are you feeling ahead of the new season? We've got Blackburn away uh, on a weekend, so you ready? Yeah, well, ready-ish. It seems like it's come round really quick because we had the Euros and then we've had like all sorts going on this summer, the Lions as well, and the Olympics have been on, so it's been packed, so I've not really been ready for the season to start. And then with everything going on, it feels like our pre-season is only now starting because the manager's been announced, and then, yeah, yeah so it's a bit of a, bit of a strange one. I know you've been enjoying the Lions, uh, interesting, tasty second test of the day, a lot of sightings afterwards, I noticed. Yeah, that was class, that was, it was like, I said before the the O nine test, the second test in O nine against South Africa is probably the best game I've ever seen, and this was like the modern day version of that, like the dial down version where you can't get away with so much. But yeah, class, and I'm glad we got a decider really because it's going to be it's going to be class on the weekend. Yeah, going to make it interesting. And um, before the Olympics, yeah. so what have you been watching there? Oh, I'm in. I, when the Olympics are on, I I just dive straight in. I I love watching everything and anything. Been watching the archery, the water polo. I know. I don't think I've ever seen um, as much excitement watching somebody like I was watching the surfing, not surfing. They're like you know, they're like racing on the the boats. I don't know why I said surfing. And the rowing. No, not the rowing. They're like ones out at sea. I don't know why they're called. Oh, the sailing, the sailing. Yeah, yeah. Say the sailing. Yeah. yeah, bit of a dull moment. Yeah, it's kind of... there. No, it's good because you pick up a random one and you just feel like I was watching the. The rock climbing started today, and I thought oh, I gotta see it. Rock climbing in the Olympics. Yeah, it's the first time it's been in there, so I was like, I gotta just check it out. It can't be very exciting, like just people doing the rock climbing. I was, I literally, I couldn't stop watching it. It was class. Is that one of the new events, like skateboarding? Was it? Yeah, yeah. I'm watching the skateboarders now, but no. But basically, they get like three different events of rock climbing. One is like speed, so who gets up quick? They race each other up. And the other one, they're not allowed to see the like the wall, and they gotta like. Work, it work out. out a way to get up. Like they got like five minutes to problem solving how to get to the top. Interesting. That does sound interesting. But yeah, I've been loads of sport. It's been. I well, also been watching F one, and that's like been a bit of a mad season. I don't know if you saw any of the uh, clips from the race on the weekend, but uh, one car managed to take like five cars out in the first corner. So um, 
that was interesting. <laughs> Lots of sport, and all of a sudden the Swans are going to be started back in league action. So yeah, it's coming around really quick. But all right, it doesn't really feel like we've had much of a pre-season, and um, all of a sudden the the league is starting, and uh, it is what it is. I guess we've got a new manager in. A lot to talk about, and a lot to talk about before we even look at the pre-match stuff on the Blackburn game, which normally probably would be one of the th- first things we talk about in these videos going forward. However, before we do start talking about any of that stuff, I just want to do a quick shout out. So, obviously, you know, we're making our content on YouTube. You can always catch us on Spotify as well. So, could you please, if you enjoy what we're doing, give us a follow on both platforms or whatever one you prefer to listen on. So, we're available, obviously, like I said, YouTube and Spotify. Um, leave a like on YouTube as well because that helps promote our videos out more and any engagement in the comments as well. We always love to interact with you back and forth there. Uh, joining the discussion and again it helps um, YouTube know you enjoy what we're doing and helps promote the videos and helps us grow and that's the main goal at the moment. Um, secondly we are we have got a content on an app called Fan Hub which is quite a new upcoming like football fan um, app. It should be available on both like Android and Apple devices so if you if you want to check that out um, you can find all of our stuff on there you can watch like the YouTube uh, videos we do through the app if you like and you also get a chance to sort of compete against other fans of the club that you follow um, it gives you all the content not just ours all the content for like Swansea City for example you see it all in one page all of the different stuff so you've got like the second tier podcasts on there and a couple of other bits as well it's some good content um, you can also predict the team check in the stadiums and that gives you points then as a fan to compete against everyone else that's on the app supporting the same club as you. It was a little bit of fun in that way. We are all also on there, so you get to compete against us to see see how much of a better Swans fan you are than us, I guess. But um, at the moment, there's a bit of a waiting list, but we have got some code, so I'll leave the link or the code to skip the queue to download the app in the description of this video. It's got a limited uses. I'll also tweet it out as well uh, when this video goes live. So check that out. Bit of fun. The app's always being developed, so see what happens in the future with it. Anyway, moving forward, um, the big news on, I think, everyone's sort of uh, lips. We're a few days late to the party, actually, but the Swansea manager search has actually been concluded. Uh, so we made a video last week where we discussed the possibility of three managers. Uh, it was John Terry, Jody Morris and Russell Martin at the time that we were believed to be taking an interest in. And a bit of a roller coaster week since then because it seemed like Russell Martin rejected us and then a couple of days later he's our manager. So what do you think of uh, Russell Martin being appointed then, Lee? Yeah, I'm, I'm happy with it. I think, first of all, like probably well done to uh, whoever's in char- whoever was in charge of finding the manager to be able to get him a week before the season starts. After we slid the winter to... last week, is it? We've got to give him a bit of credit. Wow. <laughs> yeah, well, I won't go that far, but yeah, it's fair play to getting him in you know, a week before the season starts to pull him away from MK Dons when they've obviously done all his pre-season preparation. So that's not too bad. I mean, he's ticking all the boxes so far. He's saying the right things in his interview, isn't he? And uh, even had a little bit of a dig at Cooper, I think, as well, in one of them, which was quite funny. Did he he said something along... Did he, say? Uh, he said something along the lines of, like, uh, oh, fans... He's talking about his playing style, and he said, like, oh, fans are going to see something that they probably haven't seen for a few seasons or something like that. So it's kind of like a... Which I guess well, you would do, wouldn't you? Cause... I mean, he's he's spoke the words now, though, hasn't he, as well? So you've uh, got to back it up 
Oh yeah, he's yeah, he's probably that's what he's promised. But uh, yeah, I thought but you would do that, wouldn't you? You'd come in and you, you know, you, there was obviously obviously got out that some fans were unhappy with the way that we played football. So the first thing you do is come in and say, "I play better football," and then that's that's what you would do. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I know it. it <laughs> You just got to give him a chance. It's a bit of an unknown, isn't it? I know, like everybody brings up the fact that they about that they had MK Dons had like only Man City and Barcelona had better possession stats than them last year. So I think everybody's latching on to that now, aren't they? It reminds um, you a little bit of the like um, Swansea that went up under Brendan Rodgers when you were competing those sort of things. Like you'd have yeah. like the Leon Britton and the Mark Gower competing with like Xavi and Iniesta for passing, and Mark Gower was like creating more chances than anyone in Europe or something at a certain point of the season something silly even though like you know we were only first year in the Premier League and we were just managing to get in them stats tables um, it doesn't you know it's good it's good to be there isn't it I guess but that's all it is at the end of the day yeah it sound, well it, it all sounds good on paper anyway and quite I'm quite glad I will say hats off as well because um, I talked about this in some of the comments actually um, which was good. We had quite a lot of engagement actually in the last video, so I enjoyed that. Um, I can't remember what I was going to say now. Oh no, I mean like credit to us because I hate I hate it when teams just employ the same managers that just do the rounds for the championship all the time. You know, like Paul Lambert, you know Mick Big McCarthy's, you know all you know Pulis, all these all Mark these managers Hughes. that just go around. Barcus. So I like that we. You know, we go for the the risky choice because it's risky. But yeah, um, you'd rather have someone like that who's young and fresh. I feel and like got something not, new to bring. I feel like it's not as left field as the last two. Like Graham Potter was oh. <clears throat> from a different league, a league that's not. You know, I, I don't want to say too much bad stuff about the league, but it's not considered, you know, competitive really. Where we got Graham Potter from, obviously done a good job at the club that we got him from. Um, and brought them up through the leagues in their country, but wasn't the most competitive league we got in from. And then Steve Cooper hadn't managed the club before, so as much as he's had success with the young players in like the England setup, that was a new stepping stone for him. It was his first club, so you could argue Russell Martin having a couple of seasons in League One um, is probably less of a, a risky one than those two but they're all risks but I just think if you had a scale maybe you would say that one's more of a like you could have saw that come in you wouldn't have seen the other two come in until you saw their names linked yeah he's quite um, yeah no I do agree with you he is, um, he is quite an experienced though I think he like he retired at MK Dons didn't he? and then yeah just oh, went yeah. into like a player coaching role and then just took over so I think he's only had like a a season and a like a season yeah, and a no, half. Definitely, maybe? I don't mean like he's experienced, but like oh, no, I, I, I know. think yeah. on paper you'd look at his playing style. You look at the Swans and what they've stood for in the past ten to fifteen years, and it's a link you can easily make there. Whereas I think oh, yeah. but important nobody would have linked us with either until there was an interest. Yeah, yeah. I'm surprised he. I'm. I'm still surprised he took it. I said in the last video, it's a big risk because I know like. Everyone will say like, "Oh, yeah, he plays lovely football and all that and this," but there's a big job. There's a massive job that we need to be done now, especially with like the squad that we've got. It's a huge yeah. job. There must have been some sort of reassurances about the expectations for this season, what he's going to have in terms of maybe if he is able to bring players in, which he's going to have to. They're going to have to bring some in, and I'll get onto it in a bit. But he has been saying he thinks they're going to be able to. 
there must have been there must be some stuff there. They couldn't have just brought him in being like this is your squad and you need to win the league or you need to get promoted. Do you know what I mean? There must have been like there must be some something. I know the ultimate aim is to go up, but now there's no parachutes left. The manager gone again. Um, a couple of big players leaving. Maybe it's still another two or three years before they think they're going to achieve that goal. Oh yeah, it's not going to happen overnight. Because like we said, he may play really good football, but he got to have the players to do it. And I don't think we've got a squad of players that can play that type of football, especially this season. So I think you know whether they've there. said like there is bits there, but it's like oh, there's, there's definitely bits there. But I think like playing that football and winning games. That's the yeah. key. Yeah, well, that's what I mean. I don't want to slip. You, you, you don't want to slip into a style that we've seen before, where you know we have seventy percent possession, and that's great, but we lose one nil. Yeah, well, we can't we, score. We were struggling to score last season, so yeah. I mean, changing that style if it doesn't change the goal scoring part. I mean, how can you even argue then that I don't know? Do you know what I mean? Like, does it matter really? If if you're gonna fix that, that's the problem. The problem is our goals, and thus we have got Joe Pirro in now as a striker, and Kyle Joseph. Um, whether they are the answers, who knows yet? Liam Cullen maybe after having a first full season of experience. I know I say full season, he was injured for half of it, but in and around the first team involvement, then maybe he'll start stepping up a bit more. But I think ultimately, yeah. it doesn't matter what the style of football is, if you can't score the goals then there's never going to be good news. So hopefully he can bring the goals with the new style, I guess. Yeah, yeah, I hope so. Well, we see now, we'll see what... Uh, it's going to be potentially be a complete flipper last year where we were winning games and going to the playoffs, but everybody was so unhappy with Cooper's playing style. So if we reverse it this year and have really good playing style, but we lose more games, we'll see what, you know... Yeah, let's see if then people are still happy to uh, to say they would take losing but playing well. Yeah, I mean, I know it's a transition, and we'll go into our league prediction later. I don't expect us to finish as high, nowhere near, um, and that's fine. And I won't be disappointed if where I've predicted, if that's where we finish, then it is what it is. That's what we expected. So, if we do develop a better style of play, and there's signs that it could be developed further going forward, like next season, giving him a full preseason, a couple more windows to bring some of his own type of players in. And you can see the signs of progress there. Um, then yeah, yeah, that's fine. And that's that's what's important. But as if like we get to next summer and it doesn't really the style of play is a little bit better. We finish lower down, but you don't think really it looks like it can go anywhere. That's when it's a problem. But you know, it's a yeah. fresh start. I'm fully behind him. I'm fully I'm I'm fully happy to see a better, more exciting style of play. And we've seen it in the past, but it did work for us. I'm just concerned that. We 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 I've said before. I think sometimes we do get a bit lost in the Swansea way. Um, but if he can bring oh, it definitely. back, if he can bring it back successfully, and get us going in the right direction again with it, then I'm more than happy to see that. But I'm I'm just saying when you compare to Cooper, I would never throw away the results that Cooper brought for the style of play. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I agree with you on that. I take winning games all day. Yeah. However they come, but no, I you know I I get it because. We watched some games last season that were pretty poor. Um, then, like you said, I wouldn't sacrifice, you know, finish getting to a playoff final. Yeah, it's always, so, and it's always easier to like um, deal with it when you win in as well. If you weren't, if we weren't winning and we didn't have that success last season, I'm sure we wouldn't be necessarily 
having this conversation. But then that's that's the point, isn't it? We're saying we take the results over the style. But um, if yeah. you can get both, then I would take that over anything. So hopefully, oh, yeah. Martin, as he's been saying, he's been saying the sky. He is keen to impose a passing style on Swans. He looks like he's he was successful doing so. At MK Dons, he got um in the season and a half he was there. It was like nineteenth, I believe, in the first season, up to like higher mid table. They were predicted maybe to challenge for playoffs or just outside this season, I believe. So you know they were going in the right direction. So if you can bring all of that here, it's kind of a write off season this season, in my opinion. Like kind of like yeah. find your feet a little bit, then we see where we can build afterwards. Don't get me wrong. If he goes and like has a flying start to the season and continues off like we have seemed to have done in the last couple of years, then so be it. I'm more than happy to be wrong there, and I'll back him all the way regardless. But um, I'm just trying to oh, be yeah, realistic. See what he gets, and well, see see what he can do, and back him obviously. But uh, you don't know. Oh yeah, I think I think this, like you said, I think this season is a write-off. I'd take yeah. consolidation earlier, and if we can see, if we can see elements of what he's trying to do, you can see the playing style that he's trying to bring in. That's fair enough. And then, uh, it's just you know, next year we had though, isn't it, to make the transition yeah, even yeah. easier? And I don't and, think that's an unfair know, thing to next... talk about. No, no, and I think like next year, if they can, you know, add a couple of players in, whatever they can afford again, that fit that style, yeah. and then take that in the next year and improve again. I think that's got to be the. I think that's got to be. The, but realistically, like you're saying about being realistic, that we've lost, we've lost our top couple of players from last season, and we yeah, haven't replaced them. So you can't expect. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's what I mean. You take out Ayu, you take out Grimes, you take out Woodman, you take out Gwehi, just off the top of my head. Even you know, Connor Roberts is injured. Yeah, yeah Horahan Connor. Well, Connor Roberts is injured until October. So you take them out of our squad last year. We wouldn't be nowhere near the playoffs, so that's no, where half, the expectations got to be. Starting team gone, yeah, or gone or not available until further notice, anyway. And that's difficult. That's a difficult start to come into, and that's why it might sound like I've been a bit down, being negative. I'm not a role. I'm really excited about his appointment. Really happy to see that he's going to try and bring this exciting football back. I'm really happy for it. I'm just saying I would never sacrifice results for it. But if he can bring it, fair play. But I'm just lowering expectations. I don't know. A lot of people watching this probably have lowered them as fine, but I'm just saying from our point of view, the expectations are definitely lower for the first season, and then we'll see what happens afterwards. Hopefully then we'll get a feel for him, feel for his style, we'll start enjoying it, and um, we know that we can push on. I guess like Potter, when even though he finished 10th, I do think he would have progressed the next year if he had stayed. Oh yeah, yeah definitely. And, that, and that's, I guess that's the situation we want to be in at the end of the season really is, you know, we know we we can expect an improvement. Now we could see it coming in this season, and then at the end of the year we can be like, right, we're re- we're ready to push again next year. Yeah. And that's yeah, that that's my expectation is that we're just in a in a place at the end of the season where we think, right, we can see what he's trying to do, and we're ready to go next year. A couple yeah. of players in here, and we'd be alright. We can push like, again. Even if it's like the second half of the season, we start to have an upturn in consistency of form. I believe like we might be a bit hit and miss you or there when when you when uh, yeah we will yeah. lost their first half and then starts gelling kind of like what happened with Porter, because um, I think after like Christmas we were like proper mid table when we we ended up finishing tenth but we went on a charge where the playoffs was still at some point going up to the end of the season yeah table, and then we lost one or two matches and that ran out and you know it was always it was always hard for us to get there from where we were at that point. But we did go on a good run in the second half under him. And the, all of a sudden, like, things seemed to gel. 
and the football came together and it was exciting. We were scoring goals and it just all seemed to start working. There was a couple of games, I think we won like 3 0, like three times or something yeah. in a week. And, that, and yeah. like Dan, James, McBurney, they were all just class. So um, I, I wouldn't be surprised if something similar happened like after Christmas this season, second half of the season yeah. at least. So, and that, that's, that's, that. that's what you want to see, isn't it? Like cut the season in half. Because he hasn't had a pre-season as well. He hasn't got yet. He hasn't brought any signings in. And he hasn't had any time to work with them before the league starts anyway. Uh, so you just hope like the second half of the season is better than the first half. And I think that's, I that's, know, that's, that's, that's successful then. That's just it's just still so frustrating that we did it so late. Like a week before the season starts. Ridiculous. Yeah. But who knows, you may get like a may essentially get like a new manager bounce where like your manager's left and then you've got a game the next week. You know, well, they all want, they've all got to put their hand up now to, to play, haven't they? Like, it's the first audition, but it's the first league match, so they could well go out and have a good game. Like, the, the players yeah. are going to pick. They need to show why they should be starting the next game after. So, you know, like, when you look at our midfield, we'll look at the team selection later, but just quickly, um, you can't pick Jay Felton. Who knows if Matt Grimes is going to be available? Apparently he's injured, but then he's still interest is apparently like heating up at the moment from Fulham as well I was reading just before we started that's meant to start progressing more now Bias has just gone um, so you're literally going to be playing oh Liam Walsh is injured as well potentially apparently, yeah. you don't know if he's yeah. going to be fit so you've got Felton, no Felton can't play I just said that sorry, Corey Smith Jan Dander and maybe Ollie Cooper I don't know, yeah, I, I don't know like or um, one of the other kids that's played in the preseason friendlies, but that just shows there's there's going to be opportunity while there's players. He wants to bring players in, which is what he's been talking about in the media. But until they're in, there's going to be opportunities, and then players could put their hand up to play more this season. But anyway, back to the transfers. So moving on specifically from Martin being made the boss, then um, it does look like. He's been told by the board there will be some money to spend. So whether that's transfer fees or wages, I'm not saying we're going to go and spend five million on a player, but we might have some wage kitty that we can bring people in on loan or. Oh, free yeah, well, we haven't. I can't think we haven't brought in any loans yet, have we? So we haven't got. We haven't even hit our loan quota. No, even have was, five. Gone, that was my telltale sign why Cooper was like. Oh yeah, yeah, it was definitely not all yeah. uh, all good with Cooper because. He utilised that market more than anyone I can remember as a Swansea manager. Um, yeah. But yeah, no loans, so there's definitely opportunity to bring some youth from the Premier League in, you'd imagine. Don't know what sort of ties uh, or contacts Russell Martin will have in regards to that. Maybe they're just going to rely on... Uh, we've got a good reputation regardless now Cooper's gone, but as a club, the last three seasons we have done good developing youngsters. Um so yeah, I think you know that's hopefully clubs will look at that and be like, yeah, we're still happy to send them down here. Even Potter had like Cameron Carter Vickers, for example. Um, he had yeah. a good season here. So obviously we've already signed Joe Pirro, Carl Joseph, and Liam Walsh, um, but we do need a lot more. And Russell Martin has been saying he, he wasn't necessary. He didn't come out and say like we, we lack quality because I think that would have been a hard thing to say in one of your first interviews, but um, he said more of squad depth than anything, like the numbers are just quite 
Lou, which we have been saying on the podcast for a couple of weeks. So he is expected to make signings in the next week or two, is what he said. Um, so there could be oh, some yeah. They'll have to. But otherwise, he yeah, expects there to be some next week. They'll, yeah, they'll have to. If they, yeah. he, nobody can work miracles with the squad that we've got at the moment. So they'll have to bring players in to compete. So, um, yeah, watch your space on that one, I think. Yeah, so we can't really say any more because it, there's not really been any talk about who or what positions he's looking at, who he's looking at bringing in. The only one there was talk at, we mentioned in the last video, Barry Bannon. And in regards to that, we have just sold, literally in the last two hours, George Byers to Sheffield Wednesday um, in League One, which is the club Barry Bannon plays for. So it's an undisclosed fee for George Byers. Another midfielder going out as well, by the way. We did touch on that earlier, but I'm a bit concerned about it. But um, So another an undisclosed fee, which it always is these days, let's be honest. However, Sheffield Wednesday have got a bit of a transfer embargo. Well, they can make transfers, but they're not allowed to pay a transfer fee for players. So it's probably a free transfer with like add-ons and clauses. And um, is what I was reading. It's likely that it's maybe some instalments down the line. Maybe they'll pay more if they get promoted. Maybe they'll be like if he scores five goals, stuff like that. Which to yeah. me, I would have happily have had George Byers in the squad. So if you're not gonna, you don't need to get rid of George Byers, right? He's not on high wages. We haven't got an abundance of midfielders, and you're not getting an upfront transfer fee for him. Then why are we selling him? I don't. I don't get this one at all. I don't know why we're selling George Byers at all, because obviously he didn't have. He he was all right before his injury, and then he got injured, and then since he's come back, he hasn't really had a look in. Well, he it had seems one game like it was already he got sent out on loan. But it seems like it's already. It was already decided that he was being. You know, sold on because yeah, you know, like sort of two like a couple of days after Martin comes in, he was you know he was gone. Um, that makes no sense to me. Like he's even if like you're saying they're gonna maybe bring I don't know maybe there's an incentive that we can have like Barry Bannon the other way. Yeah, if that's but part of the deal. Hoped, you would hope if that was part of the deal, it would be announced together because if they are got a transfer ban or whatever, and that's part of a swap, you'd you'd think you'd all be together, but like. Surely, if we do if we do get him in now, it's not part of a swap. So then, have we been yeah, screwed you know. over more because we'd have to give them money for Barry Bannon, and then uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. It's a bit weird. Bit of a weird one. That I just don't think. Like especially if we're expecting Grimes to go, especially like we haven't replaced them players yet. All right, if you don't think he's good enough, whatever. If he wants to leave, whatever. But why? Why to a club? I'm sure there was other League One clubs I would have taken him, but like free transfer, nothing. I know in the, mm. down the line, and I guess it's all about cash flow in a way. Uh, they have spoken about that in the past, cash flow, and that's kind of the reason how we were able to keep Andre Ayew on the books for two years because of cash flow, um, not necessarily like receiving all the money up front all the time. You receive it in increments, and it just helps throughout the year keeping balance in the books and stuff like that. Um, but I don't know. I don't know enough about the finances of a club to, to see how good this deal is and how much we needed it. And well, we don't even know how much it was involved with the actual deal, really. So. Yeah. I'm sure. I, I, I think Sheffield Wednesday's embargo is over now, though. I'm sure they're allowed to sign players. We might have, we might have well, got can, a yeah, fee for him. They, they, they can sign players. They're just not allowed to pay a transfer fee. I was, I was reading this morning about it. 
So I, I mean, uh, okay. unless that article was incorrect, which it could have been, just weird how that was only out this morning. They were saying the George Byers transfer was closely, um, but they were expecting it to be sure. not free as in like nothing, but have these other attachments. Oh yeah, but what a, ridic- what a ridiculous deal for us to do at this time. So we haven't really got a squad. We're obviously not getting money up front for him. Yeah. What was the point in that? That's what I don't understand. And I know you'll get people in the comments being like, well, you can only sell him to the club that makes an offer. We'll just keep him because we don't have midfielders. Like, all right, but I think, but I think he's all right for at this level. Why sell him for I think he's all right. I think he's all right as an option, though. I think he's better than Dander. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, Russell didn't have a... Maybe, like, maybe Cooper maybe didn't get on with him in the end and he just wanted to leave, eh? But... Weird, because we all thought Cooper loved him in Cooper's first season, but things change, I guess. You never know. Maybe well, maybe they're like, there's two installments of like one million each or something, so by the end of the season they'll have two million for him, and that's probably a decent price. But, um, yeah, we don't know. We don't know what goes on behind the scenes, we should say that. What if they, I don't know what his contract situation was, what if they tried to sign him on a new contract and he said no? So they yeah. shipped him out? Don't know. Yeah, but like, depending on what it is, if it is low or free. That's what bothers me about it. But hopefully we'll find out more in the future, but it is what it is there. Just reiterates the fact that we need to get some more people in. Yeah. Okay, so moving on from George Byers. Um, Swansea City continued partnership with the Turmeric Company. Have you seen this one? <laughs> no, I haven't seen it yet. So, um, it's continuing, is it? Obviously, last season, I think, like in January, they uh, announced the partnership. Uh, the company, which obviously is uh, the official turmeric supplier now of the Swans, they provide like it's, it's health stuff in it. Turmeric, like it's good health benefits, and I don't really know enough about it because I don't really do that sort of stuff. But footballers are athletes, and it's some sort of health-related thing. Anyway, the company was founded by. Hal Robson Kanu, did you know that? Oh, was it? Oh, yeah. bloody hell. Um, <laughs> have you read the statement on, on no, the Swans no. website? So here we are. So, um, <laughs> Turmeric Co products are quickly becoming the gold standard for individuals looking to support their health and well-being through nutrition with a bespoke formula containing key powerful natural ingredients, each selected for nutritional value and benefit. I didn't realise oh, turmeric days, was so like happy days. I I just thought it was something you put in like curry. Yeah, I, 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 I mean I haven't got a clue. I haven't got a clue. That's uh, such I'm a strange one. The statement. There's a bit more detail about some of their products and some of their ingredients and the values and benefits of turmeric, and how you can even use it as a low quality filler ingredient. Uh, in apple juice and water yeah. or something. I don't know if there's, there's, there's a bit of information, but read it if you want to get a chance. I think it was a lot of memes going around about it last time they announced the party. So That's brilliant. Enjoy that one. <laughs> a little bit of small Tune news in. there. Um, okay, so let's have a look. We're going to... Two things we're going to do then in the rest of this video. So we're going to look ahead to the Blackburn game. But before we do that, we're going to look at the entire season. We're going to have a look at... We've both basically predicted the league table ourselves. So we're going to have a conversation about it. And we're going to combine our tables into one table as the Swans cast prediction for the year, for the championship. Save it, and then we'll compare at the end of the year. So 
That's where we're going to do that. So hang on. I'm going to be horrifically wrong, probably. So I know this is maybe a bit small, and for everyone listening on Spotify, I know you can't see the table, but we'll talk you through it. Don't worry. So what we're going to do here is a little bit of a tier list thing. It is, but I'm going to we'll make it into a table after we finished. Um, so we've got the top six, top half, which is seven to eleven, mid table, which is twelve to fifteen. Bottom half, which is 16 to 21, and then relegation, which is 22 to 24. But going from like left to right, that would be like first, second, third, fourth, and so on. So we'll just uh, we'll go in through them in order, should we? Or should we start with the swans and then we'll go through them in order? Let's start with the swans first. Let's do that on or the back of that. Let's start with the swans and maybe do like the top six and then the relegation teams. And yeah, stuff. yeah. We may rejig it as we go anyway, but we can put the swans in and then see if we decide to move them around afterwards. Start with the Swans then. Where did you have the Swans to finish? Now, we spoke already about lowering the expectations from last year, expecting a bit less. I've gone mid-table. I, yeah, I've gone mid-table as well. So, specifically I, mid-table, I went 11th. So, actually, technically, according to this thing we're using, that's top half. Um, I was a bit lower, I was. I went 13th. Oh, so I've gone 11th and you've gone 13th, so... Um, Shall we meet in the middle and go 12th? Yeah, I going to say, I think that's a... You've got to do that, surely. Yeah, that's fair. I take right, that. I so take main table there. 12th for Swans. Are you writing this down, are you? Or... Cause yeah, I will do. Track of where we put everyone in. <laughs> okay, we're going to start... Where should we start? Relegation or promotion? Let's go relegation versus it. Make it interesting. Right, okay. So I think, well, I want to say, maybe it's, maybe it's harsh to say the obvious one. Certain fans of the, the clubs might not agree. Um, but I'm going to start with them because I think they're in a bit of trouble. Derby County. I don't know how you're feeling about this. But yeah, I have Derby I got, down there because I think they haven't had a team, have they? I got them. I got them rock bottom. Rock bottom. I had them yeah. 23rd, but... I'll put them rock bottom. Did they have a points deduction? No, I don't think so. When I've like when I've been looking right at the odds and stuff on Skybet and stuff, I swear they haven't even got odds on Derby to win the league. They're not even there. You can't bet on it <laughs> on Skybet anyway. That's not surprising. Yeah, <laughs> are they that uh, like it's... like don't even waste your money? I guess so. Was it because there's so, so much controversy around them? They're not offering odds. Like I don't know. I don't know. We'll have a look. We'll have to try and have a look at that. But see I mean, if they offer odds. Yeah, I mean, you've got like, I don't know whether the first team is depleted. It's got a lot of injuries with the ones that are left. <laughs> and then you've got Wayne Rooney making his own headlines. So, <laughs> And he's going around two fucking people in training as well. Oh, yeah. And then to make matters worse, even though they barely, uh, barely can feel the squad, he's injuring his players for months. Oh, I love it. It's class. So, um, I, I actually I love it. <laughs> I, hope, I, hope, I hope they win the league. <laughs> if they win the league, we have to retire. <laughs> uh, yeah, I love it. So we're putting Derby in 24th, yeah? Yeah, unfortunately, I think Can't so. Over yet, so. Right, I've picked Derby for my... I went first with Derby, so do you want to suggest your next one and I'll see if I... Yes, so I have got... My, I don't know about this one, it's a bit of a dodgy one, but my other team to get relegated is Huddersfield. Oh, I had them close, but not in the relegation. Yeah, but who else have we got? 
I should have my other team as well. The other one I had was Peterborough. I think. Oh, okay, Straight I have Peterborough in there as well. So that's easy. We'll, we'll chuck oh, Peterborough. We'll chuck him in. Yeah, this one's Peterborough, isn't it? Yeah. I think. So where are we putting them? Above Derby? So 18th. Yeah, I think so. I'm 18th. We're on about us. It's not a prime. Uh, 23rd. They have got a decent squad. I just think it's always they always the tend to come teams, up. Though. I know, but Peterborough especially always come up and straight back down. But we'll see. I'd like I'd like to see them stay up, but yeah, I just not, like I don't think they'll have enough. We're not being harsh on their promoted team. It's always tough for the promoted teams, so you'd expect one or two of them usually end up going back down. This is the way it is. Um, unfortunately, hopefully that's not the case. Yeah. I would love to see all three stay up, and maybe they will. But we've gone for Peterborough to go down. So you you had Huddersfield in there. I had Preston. Ooh, that's a massive shout. I had Preston quite low down. I had him low down in like the bottom half. Um. So uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, right? Okay. Okay, I'll I'll give let's, I'll, let's, I'll let's go a little bit further before we decide the third relegation position. Then, so twenty first position just outside. I had. Black I had. Yeah, I had Blackpool quite close as well to the bottom, I think. Do you know who I had just outside the relegation zone is Bristol City? Oh, I got a bit higher up. Black- this is going to be carnage. And Blackpool just above them. So if you want to bring Blackpool into the mix, I had them just surviving as right, well. Blackpool. So let's say I had Huddersfield in 20th and Blackpool at 21st. So I'm happy to pick between one of those two because you had Huddersfield in relegation, yeah? Yep. Am I? Oh, okay. I'll I'll agree with you. We'll go Huddersfield for relegation. Um, they've been hovering there uh, quite dangerously for a couple of years now. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. I, I I do fancy them to go down. It's a reminder of how much worse it could have gone for us, I guess, in a way, because uh, in terms of the relegation from the Prem and that. Yeah. Because they never really done anything when it came down. Huddersfield, I don't think. Is that the right badge? I think it is. Yeah, yeah, that's Huddersfield. They're not in order, I don't think. Okay, so we've, yeah, done, that's right, yeah. we've done relegation. Let's go to the top. Should we go to the top six, the top six now? Yeah, let's go to the top six. Let's do that. These are the interesting ones. It would be like a bit of a dead end uh, to this uh, table prediction now with all the, pe- the teams that people don't care about. I'm joking. Okay, so <laughs> to win the league, who did you have? I was I was back and forth with this, but I am going to say Bournemouth. Oh, that's interesting. I'm not sure they've done that enough business to be like bet that much better than they were last year. Big shout that yeah. is. Okay, I I went Fulham. I had I had uh, Fulham in third. So... I had Bournemouth in third. <laughs> I did. <laughs> So we were either side or the swap them. Okay. Who do you have? Who did you have? Who did you have in second? Well, I had Sheffield United in second. So did I. So well, should we put them as then. first? <laughs> well, no. Sheffield will stay second because we both had them second. That's like, fair enough. Makes sense. Um, we'll put our cases forward for why we think uh, the other two teams will win the league. So the Sheffield, they're going second. Um, why do you think Bournemouth are going to win the league? I think the squad they had last year, the run they had into the playoffs, they were probably the best side in the playoffs at the time. Um, that Dan Juma was the best player I've seen all season last year. If they can get him firing from the beginning, if they can keep it, then 
well, yeah, they obviously, obviously, if they can keep him, it'd be different. But if they get him firing from the start of the season, then they will definitely be in the question. Scott Parker's come in, hasn't he? And I think like he was so he was he did a good job with Fulham last year. It was a bit of a rubbish season because they only had a two week turnaround, didn't they? Because of COVID, from the playoff final to the start of the season. Fulham played some nice I football think, last year, I think. Yeah, so I th- I think he can come in and get him firing. I think they they could they could take it. And it's always that thing with the three relegated teams coming down. I know last year the two went straight back up, but it was like yeah. not really much changes there. So. I don't know. They've all got most of them. They've all got new managers, haven't they? The, the three that came down. Yeah, is it Marco Silva, um, manager of? Yeah, Mar- Marco Silva's a Fulham. Um, Jukanovic is a Sheffield United, and West Brom is uh, Ishmael and it from Barnsley. Oh yeah, yeah. So I think like I'd I'd make that the leveler with Bournemouth. So I those are the those are like the the four teams realistically that are going to fight for it. But I just give Bournemouth the edge because they'd been in the league last year and. And been in the competition. Yeah, well, do you know what? You've done a good job convincing me. I thought Fulham, but then thinking about it, they've spent a bit, they've brought some players in, and now they're going to all gel under a new manager so quick. And Marco Silva, I don't know, he did a right couple of times in the Prem, but was he, is he that good? I know, yeah, there's always a question with him. I don't know. He had like one. Good. He had like a tidy season, didn't he? And then he had. Um, who was it? Who was, it he was really good with. Was it Watford? Oh, it was. Um, he was all right with Watford, wasn't he? He was. T- he was good with Hull because he needed. Well, he nearly kept them up, didn't he? They were like they were struggling, and he had a really good run with them. And he, they sh- really they should have stayed up instead of us that year when they went down when we. Uh, they lost to Sunderland. Was that Paul? Who were already relegated. Climate. Yeah. They lost to Sunderland, who were already relegated, and then uh, we beat Everton in the night. Then in the night game, and uh, that basically kept us up. Okay, but well, uh, he hasn't really done much since. Yeah, I mean, don't know what. Yeah, all right, we're good Bournemouth. We're good Bournemouth. We're, we're good. Uh, got some good Bournemouth uh, friends with the the Cherries Red Army on the on you oh, yeah. on their channel a couple of times, so we'll, we'll support them there. We'll I know. I them. think it's it. It's a bit of a risky one, though. But, like, Fulham, to be fair to Fulham, like, Mitrovic will be there, who's just the championship yeah, goal-scoring machine. Yeah, he like, loads last season. I know he's going, he probably is going to now this season. He's going to be back up number one striker. Um, this is his level, isn't it? He'll get he'll get 20-plus yeah. goals, definitely, this year. My one concern for Bournemouth is, I don't know who their goalkeeper is now. Mm, not sure. Like, is it not Ramsdale? No, that's Sheffield. Is it? Be- it was Begovic, wasn't it? But he's gone. Oh, right? I was Begovic. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah, it was. So I, I mean, don't know whether that's been addressed, but um, I'm sure we'll see. Anyway, we got obviously then Fulham will go third. Regardless, I'm happy with our top three though. I'll be putting West Brom fourth then. So he was saying because I got them fourth. I didn't. Oh, see, <laughs> you just said them four will be challenging, and you haven't yeah. put them fourth. Yeah, but but I'm thinking outside the box because like it's so it like. Those are definitely the top four. Yeah. But it never works out like oh, that. No, that's, 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 a fair, that's a fair point. What are your other so three I, playoff teams then? But, yeah, I looked at West Brom. I Well, I looked at the four and I thought one one of them is going to be a disappointment, aren't they? One of them is going to struggle. They're not all good. Well, they, they might do. They might all run away with it and finish in the top four. Um, my other playoff was... So, fourth, I had QPR. Fifth... I had West Brom. Yeah. 
And sixth, I had Middlesbrough. Well, do you know what? This isn't that far away from what I've got. I've oh, got, no, well, that's all right then. I've got fourth, I've got West Brom. Fifth, I've got QPR. Oh, that's all right then. And sixth, I've got Stoke, but I had Middlesbrough seventh. Ooh, that's not bad then. So we are, so, we are, we're not, we're on the same lines. We've got West Brom and QPR. Um, yeah, I'm happy with that. Should we just we'll put it in this order because the fact that they got relegated, you, you know, whatever's playoff yeah, positions. But, that's fair. Um, and then who did you have? Seven, where did you put Stoke? I had them like tenth. Okay. So because we'll a playoff we'll put, contender. That's but... fine. We'll put Middlesbrough then, just because you've got them higher than what I had. Um, so we both got Middlesbrough quite high. I got them seventh. You got them sixth. So we'll have. Middlesbrough. That's fair. So that's our top six predictions. We've got Bournemouth, Sheffield, United. We're saying they're going to go up. And then Fulham, West Brom, QPR, Middlesbrough in the playoffs. Be interesting. And who calling now to win the playoffs? Neil Warnock, Masterclass? Mm, Oh, hell. I don't know. Fulham in there. Yeah, I mean, I maybe they might. Uh, probably two of their managers will be there by that time. Let's be honest. The way the championship is. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Well, like like I'm I said, sure like half the those top managers teams. from last season weren't. Well, Bournemouth has a new manager, and Barnsley are the right at the start of the season, wasn't it? Yeah, one of those one of those top four teams are going to start bad. I don't know who. I just I don't know. It seems too predictable that all four of them finish. Yeah, but I don't you know why. Like I that. think like with COVID and everything might last be. year, yeah. I feel like the, if it's going to be one year that is predictable. It might be this year. Yeah. No, well, it nearly, it nearly happened last year, didn't it? We nearly had the three bounce straight back up, didn't we? Yeah. I just thought oh, that was close enough. Like you can see with the transfers, no one's spending any money, and the squads, the squads look. Re- when you compare the league quality, right, to the league, the year that we dropped down to what it is now, yeah. I feel like it's gone downhill quite a bit. But Yeah, I do as well. I think that it's, year it's making... we dropped down where Leeds couldn't even go up under Bielsa, like, um, that was insane. It was a couple of West Brom oh, didn't yeah. go up that year and they should have like it was um It's been so competitive, hasn't it? We've yeah. been so competitive the last like five years, but I think you're right. Like you're seeing a massive gap now between these teams that are coming. I think the parachute payments are massive now, especially with like COVID. Yeah. And teams are not spending money. That those four teams that have still got parachute payments in the league probably will finish in the top as the top four, to be fair. Yep. So we've got seventh to eleventh now, so I had Stoke in sixth tonight, so they're going to be here somewhere, I think. You had them where? Yeah, that's fair. Tenth, yeah, so they'll be in that. Thing, we'll yeah. check them there for Maybe we'll reject the order in a second. Um, yeah. The others I've got then from seventh to eleventh. Obviously, we've already done Middlesbrough, which I had seventh. Um, Blackburn, Cardiff, and Nottingham Forest. Uh, I had, I had Blackburn and Forest quite low down. I did. In like and obviously, 15, sorry, 16, I had Swansea in eleventh as well, but I can't. We've already put them in. I had I had Cardiff as well. So you had um, Cardiff, you? Yeah, I had Cardiff in there. I think they'll be flirting with the playoffs again. Okay. Um. And I had Luton. Oh God. Uh. Where have you put them? Um. Lower down. <laughs> I put him in like eight, <laughs> 16th, I put him. Yeah, I had, oh, I had Luton and then I had Red in. 
and Stoke in there as well. So okay, so Stoke Cardiff were agreed on. Reading, I had thirteenth, so I'm happy to bump them up as one compromise there. If I could find yeah. Reading's badge, that'd be great. I'm happy to. I'm happy to go Stoke or Cardiff ahead of you. Like, I think Stoke. Oh, I'd... Yeah, we'll go with Stoke. I did have them lower down, but I think yeah, we'll. So we'll we need, I'm happy to go with that. We need two more in here, so. So I, I'm happy to go with um, with Blackburn actually because I was just thinking. I don't know. They always just they just always seem to be like mid table. I just they think never... they they've got good quality. Like when they yeah I do if, if they like get it right they love and get a good start to the season. I think they can go and have a good season if they can keep Adam Armstrong and Bradley Dack fit now for the start of the season. Because uh, Bradley Dack obviously was injured quite a lot of last season. He's their main man, in he? But then Adam Armstrong yeah. scored twenty plus goals last year. So if he can repeat that or improve on it, they they've got to be up there somewhere. I think that, yeah. like I said, yeah. the, the league quality is lower. Um, so I just think, yeah, they've got players that they definitely can can be in contention for the playoffs. I think. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Might be that. Um, so we got one more in there, or two more? Uh, one more to go in there. And you had Forest new, and I had Luton. Yeah, I think I just think Forest, like they obviously last season had a bad yeah. start after what happened the year before with the old playoff thing. Um, they changed manager Chris Hutton still there, yeah. Yeah, he's solid, didn't he? And I just think a full season now, yeah. pre-season under Hutton, I think yeah. everyone everyone thinks are oh, they lower league now. I think there'll be another one that maybe we'll catch. Some people off guard just because of the manager being quite strong. Yeah, yeah, you you sold it to me. I'm with with Chris Hutton there. He will do a job, so he probably will be around about the mid table level. So I'm happy to go with Forest if you want. Okay, we'll chuck Forest. Um, okay, mid table, twelfth to fifteenth, so only four slots here. Yeah, so I had like in that sort of slot, Barnsley. Um, I obviously, I had Luton quite. I had Luton just missing out on the playoffs, like as like eighth. Because well, we'll I chuck, think they're we'll going to be there. Yeah, we'll chuck Luton in this bracket because we've already bumped them down from your table. I had them in like sixteenth, so we're kind of meeting in the middle here. <laughs> God, we might, yeah, we're quite far off with Luton. Though. I had them just missing out on the playoffs. I don't know why. I just think there's, there's always there's just always going to be a random team, isn't there? I thought for, for me that's like QPR. See, I think they'll be the one that's going to yeah spring yeah, surprises. Yeah, that's fair. I'm I'm happy with Luton there. That's fine. But if they do get into the playoffs, so we'll re- we'll revisit this. Yeah. So who else have we got um, in this mid like mid mid table bracket? Uh, so I also have Millwall and oh, Barnsley. Yeah, Millwall. I had twelfth. So yeah, we'll chuck Millwall in you. And you've got Barnsley. We need two more, don't we? One more. Barnsley for me, I had fourteenth, so I guess. Uh... Yeah, that's fair. Okay, so we've only got six clubs left. I think yeah, I, somewhere. I don't think so. No, yeah, that's fine. Six clubs left. They're all going into bottom half. So, sixteenth to twenty-first. I've just been bad at math for a second. So, um. In 16th, I had Luton tonight, but well, the ones above that we haven't placed yet for me, um, Bristol City, which I had 15th. Oh, well, put, put Bristol City 
higher than the rest, and I had them just surviving relegation. Well, like, no, but... maybe we'll bump them down in a minute, but we'll, we'll they're going to be in here anyway. So, um... yeah, they'll be in that in that bracket. I, I had, we had black. I had Blackpool just surviving relegation. And I had I had Blackpool a little bit higher. I think I had them sort of like like sixteen, seventeen. So yeah, oh, they really? would be in that. So they were going to have a good. Yeah. Season, I don't know. I just again, I just think one of the like one of the promoted teams will probably do. I thought Hull well. would be the, the better one, and I've got them for nineteenth. No, all right. I had Hull. I had Hull. Like I had Bristol City just outside the relegation places, and Hull above them. Okay. So, oh, yeah. Let's do. I don't know. That. Unless you think Black, yeah. Blackpool or Hull, who's going to finish higher? And why? <sighs> I don't mm. really know loads about Blackpool, I'll be honest. Um, other than the fact I want to go away That's there this question. season. But uh, I think Hull, Hull did well last season. They obviously have the championship experience from yeah. uh, recent years. I just think they've, you know, they even in the prem not so long ago. So, um, let's go Hull then. Let's go Hull. That's fair. We're saying both will stay up anyway. Um, yeah, we've got left yeah. Coventry, Bristol, and uh, not Bristol, Coventry, Birmingham, and Preston. You had you had Preston going down, didn't you? Yeah, let's put Preston. Well, where did you have Preston? I had I had him about that mark. To be fair, I didn't have him very just high. Outside, I was just empty. Yeah, like say like eighteenth maybe nineteenth. Okay, that's fair. Coventry and Birmingham then. So we're gonna say like more closer to sixteenth or more closer to the relegation for Birmingham. Well, I yeah, 17th. I had. I had Birmingham quite high. I did. I like yeah, well, not quite high, but I mean higher half of the bottom half. So okay. I yeah, and Coventry, I'm happy with that. I and I had Coventry struggling. Eighteenth, I had them, but you had struggling. Oh, did you? Yeah, I had them a bit more struggling than like Preston. That's so put them maybe, yeah, maybe yeah there. You know, okay. well, are you happy there? Well, out of those teams, which one do you think is going to scrape through to stay in the league? Well, I think Bristol City. I do. Well, there we are. We'll. Uh, I think Bristol we'll City. Bristol City are going to be lucky, and that's how we're going to leave it. So, are we happy with our league table? We've got Bournemouth, Sheffield United, Fulham, West Brom. Albion, QPR and Middlesbrough in the top six the playoffs, the automatics uh, positions and then going down to the top half we've got Stoke City, Cardiff Reading, Blackburn and Nottingham Forest entering mid-table we've got the Swans at 12th Luton Town, Millwall and Barnsley and we didn't really speak much about Barnsley but I think they've lost their manager and I think he was a key to why they had such yeah. a good season last year. Mowat's gone as well as Nida West Brom. Yeah, so I think like a mid-table there is quite a solid finish for them because they did this overachieve last year. Um, yeah, I think that's fair. Bottom half. Oh, by the way, there is a spell of mistake here. This is a template. I didn't make it, so don't crucify me in the comments. <laughs> bottom, bottom half. <laughs> <laughs> um, Birmingham, Hull City, Blackpool. Preston North End, Coventry, and Bristol City just scraping their the way into call. the league for the year after. Um, and relegation, Huddersfield, Peterborough, and Wayne Rooney's Derby County. I think it's not bad. It's not bad. 
But no, no doubt, like it'll be completely wrong when we come back and look at it at the, at the end of the season. Maybe we can well, look at it like halfway through the season and see how it's progressing. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll revisit this at some point in the next season or so and see how badly we got it wrong because that's what always happens. Let's be honest. You know, you're like, if we get this right, like we need to put the lottery on. If it's just like to a T. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, it's, pre- it's predicting the most unpredict- unpredictable league in the world, isn't it? Yeah. But what uh, what what are the what are those ones though compared to your table? Are you thinking like oh I don't like I don't like them in there? It wasn't too much changes really. There was a couple that went a little bit higher, a little bit lower. Um, like for you, probably Luton Town hurts a lot, doesn't it? I had Luton doing a good job this season. I I and Stoke. I had them doing a lot less. So I basically I would have swapped Stoke and Luton. But yeah, I think I was probably next on fair. the line saying Preston yeah. to go down. But, uh, Oh, that's what I was making interesting. I thought I was making it interesting with that one. Well, they they had a really bad turn after Christmas last season. They lost like some big players and they forward. Yeah, they did. Yeah. They managed to pick it up yeah. a little bit by the end, but I don't know how they're going to recover in the long run. Well, who knows? I think they will be like around that area where we've put them. So who knows? Just you know, it's easy to slip slip off the mark, isn't it? We'll see what happens anyway. Looking ahead to the weekend, then our first match is away on the road to Blackburn Rovers. So, um, how are you feeling? I have oh, no what? idea. I have absolutely no idea what's coming on Saturday. Um, it's 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 always up in the air anyway. The first game of the season, but especially with us, new manager, no no players. I'm waiting for my call. Actually, I got my boots ready. Yeah, it's difficult to call this one, isn't it? Because like. We haven't really had much of a pre-season to know how we're doing as a, as a team. No. Not that it matters because, as you said, completely new manager now. So things are going to be different. Um, if we, we look at, like, the only thing we can have a look at is pre-season fixtures, but then take from them what you will anyway because there's pre-season fixtures. But uh, we have three games against Newport County, which all behind closed doors. I mean, they're, they're basically training warm-up matches, and they? they they weren't even like yeah. all ninety minutes, were they? No. And then um, beat Plymouth Argyle two-one. We beat Forest Green two-one, and we lost to Southampton three-one. Did you watch any of the Southampton game? I only saw the highlights. I only saw the highlights. I saw Corey Smith turning into Messi. Yeah, they've been posting now on TikTok today, haven't they? Yeah, I just yeah, I didn't you know, I only see the hi- I only saw the highlights but uh comfortably beaten it looks like. In regards to that though, didn't they smash us like eight nil last year or something? Yeah, they did there in pre season. So you, you could argue it was progress. Yeah. Great start. <laughs> yeah. I feel like a Blackburn's um pre season, they haven't had too much more. They beat Flyde. Big so, game, big result. One <laughs> nil. Um, they lost 2 0 to Bradford City, drew 1 all with Leeds United, and they drew 2 all with Bolton Wanderers. So, very mixed, very hard to judge. You go draw to a Premier League club, and then you draw to a League One club. Yeah, that's what, yeah you know what pre season's like, and it's just take, take from it where you will. Both but then it's just completely thrown up. Yeah, League One, yeah. Yeah, so, um, I mean, I can't predict this game at all. However, what we can talk about. Is maybe how we expect the Swans to line up, and any key men for Blackburn that we need to watch out for, and what we think the score might be. So let's just have a go at that instead. Uh, looking at the Swans, then 
the midfield area, which we did talk about briefly earlier, is the area of concern. But, big question, who gets the gloves? Oh, that's a big question, yeah. Um, personally, I would go with Bender, because I would just go with a youngster to, you know... Yeah, we've been developing him for a couple of years, so I would like to see yeah, him have some action, yeah. To carry the flag forward now, really tall, like to have well. that. Yeah, I feel like Personally, a really tall goalkeeper like is a little bit more off put in when you're like one on one. Yeah, definitely. So yeah, personally, I'd be picking Bender, but I got a feeling that he might pick Hema for experience in the first game. Yeah, I don't know. New manager. Could, it depends because I don't know what sort of football background Hamer has. We've not really seen much of him. I don't know if he comes from any teams that play like passing football. But you'd argue Bender coming from our academy would be used to playing with the ball. Yeah, it's a good, uh, it's a good shout. But we'll see. That is I a good mean, point. That's a 50-50. Like, you're saying Hamer then? You think it'll be No, Hamer. no, I, I, I'm saying I want it to be Bender. But you think it'll be Hamer? <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'm going yeah. Bender. I'm going to say he's going to pick Bender. And you're, I know you want it to be Bender, but... Yeah, I'd be happy if he picks Bender because I think it's the right thing to do to go forward now. Okay. I think he's going to play for the back. Yeah, I think. I mean, he might not, he's, but I, I would he's assume. Got to, hasn't he? I would assume he's going to. So we're, he's got we're, to, we're going he? to pick our squad based on that. Yeah. So I'm going to go my back for Kyle Norton because we don't have another right back. <laughs> <laughs> what we do? We got Rashisha, but I don't even think he's featured in preseason. So yeah, he's yeah. Injured. Um, it's Kyle Norton, uh, Ryan Bennett. Ben Cabango, and it's going to be Jake Bidwell because Ryan Manning's just come back from having COVID. Yeah. But I would have picked Ryan Manning otherwise. But he just had COVID, so it's probably not good. I agree with that. I agree. That's my back four as well. I can't. Yeah, I can't argue with that. Yeah. It's worrying though because it, I don't know. It's just little things that are worrying. I know we probably will bring players in on loan as cover, but like, what happens if Norton gets injured? Who is going to play right back? Corey Smith had a spell there once, didn't he? In one game. Oh, great. Yeah, when we not lost the Newport in the Cup, wasn't it? that we got the cover in midfield. Oh, yeah, exactly, yeah. Well, this is the worrying thing, isn't it? Because yeah, well, literally cannot afford injuries unless they bring a couple Manning of players in. come over or something. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what the solution is there. We don't really have one. And I'll go to wing backs and play Garrick or something. I don't know. Oh, Routledge isn't even got. A, I don't even know if he's part of the squad anymore. Has, no, did they give him an think. extension? I don't. I don't even know. Um, he did wing back though, didn't he? Like once or twice as well. I was going to say. Oh yeah, Garrick as well. Yeah, Gar- Garrick did it, didn't he, in one game? Anyway, the midfield is hard. It's a hard. That is hard to pick because uh, Felton is suspended because of his red card in the playoff final. Is that three games or is it just one? Straight red is three, isn't it? Yeah, but like... Oh, it depends, isn't it? It three... depends on his violent conduct. I don't, I don't know. know. I'm sure. If it's like violent conduct is three, but I think maybe a straight red tackle might be one. I don't know. It depends whether they, It depends how they, how they viewed it, so we'll find out about that. Yeah, well, he's not available for this game regardless. We'll find out if he's Yeah, definitely. Um... The latest update is Mac Rhymes is probably going to be in cont- contention for the game if he's here. 
that is. Uh, I mean, the, you know, they're keeping their cards close to the chest. They're saying there's been no bids. Um, whether you believe he's injured or not, I guess, is another thing because maybe they're wrapping him in cotton wool. Who knows? He had, he supposedly had COVID as well, didn't he? Um, oh, apparently Biden, he was so injured. Ah, oh, right. Okay. Ah, oh, right. Well, oh. maybe then. both because they're just using every excuse to not play him. It'd be really, really interesting to see if he makes the squad on Saturday, even if he's on the bench. That'd be a telltale sign, I think. Yeah. So. I think we're going to say 100% if he's fit, he's in the squad. But we'll probably pick it without him. Yeah, yeah. I think okay. so. So Liam Walsh, apparently he's also got a knock, which <laughs> might be available. So we don't know for sure. So again, if he's available, I would imagine he starts. But if he's not, then we're down to Jan Dander, Corey Smith, Daniel Williams, maybe. Uh, I don't know. Who do you start in midfield? I I, I don't know who I pick. But Corey Smith has got to be a shoe in. Yeah, um, Corey Smith will be there. He'll be the, probably the defensive. Will he revert to like a sort of like a four-two-three-one then, and maybe play like, um, like we said, like Perot as yeah, a as do, a ten? You could do that actually, couldn't he? you? Could do like and play Smith. But then you still and... you still requiring Jan Dander to play centre midfielder. Yeah, I know. Yeah, well, we haven't got. We haven't got. I, I mean, unless, got unless Walsh is available or Grimes is going to play. But, um, well, if Walsh has got a knock, maybe we'll be fit enough to start. So maybe we'll just pray. I know, the... but I'm already doubtful because of his injury record from past, which first game and he's already. I just not great, is it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so say say we're saying Ian Dander and Corey Smith, um, the three then behind the striker. So it's going to be Jamal Lowe. Yeah. I would say, if we're going to go down that route, maybe we'll have Pirro then as 10. He did do a game there in pre-season. Um, yeah. And we've got probably Morgan Whitaker on the right. Yeah, it'd have to be. Oh, God, we need, some oh, wing- we need some wingers as well. We need some wingers. Not... Yeah, but I, like, look, Whitaker comes looked in promising if... when he came on, but it just... He didn't play that much, and all of a sudden he's going to start, like... He's the only one you can choose but to start. Even that, like, who's going to come in and challenge him? What other wingers have we got? Garrick. Uh, and also our right back cover. Kyle Joseph Fuzzy as well, I think, played on the wing in one place. Oh, yeah, game. yeah, Kyle Joseph. Yeah, yeah. So but maybe he'll be again, on. Again, what he is, like, I thought he was a striker. Yeah, it's just going to have to be. He's 19 as well. It's going to be so Cullen and Whitaker, isn't it? Yeah, so Cullen up front, I'm guessing, Whitaker on the right, low on the left, Peru. Behind the striker, um, unless he does put like per up front and maybe trusts, maybe likes Ollie Cooper in training or something and chucks him on. Who knows? A couple of options, but there's a lot of inexperience. That is the key going forward. Maybe maybe uh, play in the forward maybe play line. Dander then. Jamal Lowe is going to be the most experienced player there, so he needs yeah. to he needs to lead the line well. I think. Yeah. Our bench will be interesting because there's not much left. Just whoever's just whoever's there. Just yeah, whoever's everyone else, maybe probably, everyone's name we just said that isn't starting is on the bench, and then probably maybe one of the security guards on the day just sit <laughs> on the bench. I can't believe how thin the squad's looking. Bus driver, it's it's insane. So you're gonna have the likes of um, you probably yeah, have like Kyle Joseph, Jordan Garrick, uh, Ryan Manning, um, 
Latipo Diaby on the bench. Yeah, Latipo, Ollie Cooper. Um, maybe Dan Williams. Who's the Who's the kid that came on score the other day? Lloyd, right? Yeah. Unless he, well, I mean, he came from the under. He was the next one down. He was like 16. Yeah, he's not, I don't think he's going to... He's not going to be in this squad, I don't think. Yeah, so maybe Brandon Cooper, unless he's injured still as well. Uh, Rashida. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. That's pretty much it. That's it. That is our squad. Not much to pick from going forward. Maybe Blackburn's team is a bit easier to discuss. Uh, oh Well, I mean, according to Sofa School, they haven't got a huge amount of depth, but I can pick up the couple of players that we should be looking out for. I think the obvious one is Adam Armstrong. So we kept him quiet last season in the home leg. I, I think, actually, he missed the sitter. Yeah. Um, yeah, he did. He's a class player, though. Oh yeah, he is class. I know Scott, who haven't been on you for a while, I'm sure he'll be back on at some point this season, loves him. And if we did go up to the Premier League, he's the one player he wanted to bring with us from the league. But why? Like, he's never linked with anyone again, saying about us losing players. He, like, yeah, he's he been there for ages. Watford. He was, Watford were looking at him this summer. But yeah, I know, but in, the, not going for him. he's been there for a couple of seasons now as well. Yeah, but uh, I mean... Uh, 20 goal a season, we have one one year, McBurney scores 20 goals and he goes. Exactly. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, Bradley Dack as well, the other obvious one to look out for. Uh, he's the Back as he was injured last season, wasn't he? Creates it all. I'm not sure if he is injured. He came back I towards mean... the end of last season. Ah, uh, right, so yeah, he'd be back, yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, they got a tidy side back, to be fair. Bradley Dack and then Another one I want to look at is the right back. So the right back's pretty decent. Nyambi. Yeah. See, he gets forward quite well. I think he can create a lot of chances from like the wings. Like it's just three players for me that I've picked up on. Anyone else standing up there for you? No, I think you picked out the big two are Dak and. Uh, yeah, I think if you keep um, them quiet, like Adam Armstrong, they have got some experience in it. They've got like Bradley Johnson and Sam Gallagher, but like, um, they are the two you want to keep quiet, and I think that's what's going to be key for us on Saturday. Um, do you think we can do it? What do you think the score is going to be? I don't know. Like, just always optimistic. It's essentially still like pre-season, isn't it? When you get to the first game of the season, so like, who knows? But I think like just based on us like having just the bare minimum squad and new manager coming in just to try and implement ideas and Blackburn having a full pre-season with the same manager they've had for a couple of seasons at home. First game, full crowd back in England. Like I, I just think it'll probably be. I think we might give them a good game. I'd, I'd probably go for like a two nil. Oh, I'd take Blackburn. a draw all day. I'd go. I'd go for a two nil Blackburn. Hmm. I would take a draw all day if you offered me that now. But I, I think it's going to be two nil Blackburn. I don't know. I'm going to go the other way. I'm going to say be a bit more optimistic and say like new manager bounce is going to be real. Let me just write your prediction down. You're going to say you're going to lose. Yeah, 2-0. Two 2-0 nil. Two nil to Blackburn. And I'm going to say... 1-0. I'll take a draw. I'll take that. Um, and I'm going to say, for goal scorer, Liam Cullen will get the first goal of the season. 
I love I love the start of the season though because we can we can be optimistic. Like, what if Joel Pro plays a ten and he just turns out to be like Michu, and just yeah. first game of the season scores two. No, but he'll and then be gone in January if that's the case. Oh yeah, yeah. well he'd be gone in this window before it ends <laughs> if he scores two on Saturday. Um, before we do move on, obviously we're doing a full season of predictions this year, so we're going to actually do a proper forfeit this time. Yeah. We'll have to maybe discuss it. Uh, let us know in the comments what you think a good forfeit would be for whoever comes bottom of the prediction league. Uh, we'll get the other boys that do get involved in as well. Um, I'll have to ask them for their predictions and we'll post it up on Twitter or something to see what uh, what goes down there. And let us know your predictions as well in the comments. Maybe we'll have like a um, fan column or something if we can work something out like that just to see how uh, yeah. if we get if we get a fan on now and again to like give a prediction or whatever. We'll see what happens so go forward. Um, okay, I know it's a bit of a weird one now was the pre-season match. I think the rest are going to be, probably be a bit more to talk about in the other upcoming matches now for the rest of the season because you will have the previous match to discuss and the style of play and how the teams look in and what players he's actually using, any new players he's bringing in. It's really hard to discuss the team at the moment because it's just new. Everything's new. There's no, I don't know what the manager's going to do don't know how his team's going to look, the formation, the style of play, you don't know anything. So yeah, a bit of a tough one to discuss, but I'm sure we'll have a lot to digest after the game next week. Um, I was thinking, going into the next episode, maybe we can have a, we can do, from the start of the season, every game we can rate the players, so um, give them all a performance rating out of 10 or something. Uh, something like that. And then if we can tally that, we can see by our reckoning, based on how we rated all our performances all year, by the end of the season, we should theoretically be able to see who we thought played the best and see if it actually adds up to who we would pick as player of the season. See if it, like, combines yeah. as well. I think I'll be interested to see. Anything else you want to add before we end? No, I don't think so. I think we've covered, covered a lot tonight. That was, uh, was a good one, I think. It was, I just can't wait to see how our championship table pans out. Um, look forward to watching the rock climbing again tomorrow. <laughs> I really enjoyed that. Moron, yeah. Oh yeah. I was watching the uh, gymnastics earlier, and um, yeah, I said the it's been good. Uh, the sailing and there was other there was something else on boxing was on as well I think. Yeah. But yeah, no, it's one of that. I didn't oh, watch yeah. enough of the Olympics since it's been on. I need to get some more in before it finishes. But. Uh, uh, I've been, I mean, I've been, well, I've been smashing it this year. I was even watching the artistic swimming earlier. Some of them are quite you know, the, interesting to watch, though, aren't they? And I like the dancing in the water. Yeah, it's pretty do you good. And you could do that? No, no chance. They said they got better aerobic, or like only long distance runners have got better like fitness than them, because they gotta like stay up in the water for so long and do all the movements. Well, that's, uh, I mean, if you want to get fit and do some artistic swimming, I guess. Yeah. Anyway. Get on it. On that note, don't forget to subscribe to the channel or follow us on Spotify for watching or listening. Thank you very much for being here. Leave your comments down below. Let us know what you think about everything we said. What do you think about Russell Martin? How do you think he's going to get off um, starting the new season? No pre-season warm-up matches. Like, how's he going to fare in his first game of the season? Will it be a new manager bounce? Or... Is he on a hide into nothing, like getting thrown in on the deep end, if you like? But um, credit to him for taking that job, I guess. Let us know in the comments anyway, and we shall see you on the next video. And don't forget to leave a like as well.
Have a good one. See you soon. Sports Social Podcast Network. The match has just finished and you're on your way home. What better way to celebrate that 90th minute winner than a McNugget share box and a few tips with your mates? You channel your inner Ronald as you race to beat the Muck Delivery home, just making it an injury time. Ordering Muck Delivery is easy on the McDonald's app. You in? Our participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and term supply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.